Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Crossing the Chasm with Scott Reckler. Uh, Scott, happy new year. Happy new year, Charlie. Great to be back. Great to have uh, another year together of episodes and having these conversations. And I know that as opposed to, we're going to get into episodes in the real estate, but you know, I know how much you're into leadership and the work that you're doing on the mind and mindset. Give us this, what's like, what's on the top of your head now for getting your mind right as we go into 2024? You know, I think the beginning of every year to me is, you know, try to take the end of the year and do some decompressing to a little bit more free thinking, right? Of not having, you know, it's during the holiday season, not having meeting after meeting, call after call, gives you a chance to sort of expand your thinking. And then so I, I tend to try to come off of that and really try to establish a set of objectives and goals going into the year off of that free thinking. And then some of it's personal, right? Almost like a personal reset moment where, you know, I try to think about is what is, you know, I call my personal protocol. How am I going to live my personal life? And how do I try to stay disciplined and balanced in a way that is consistent with where I want to be? And recognizing that if you're not thoughtful and intentional about it, life just sweeps you away. Mm-hmm. So really taking that step back and trying to, to say, okay, how do I you know, do that? What are some of the tools? What are some of the priorities? And actually, I write them down because of the view that if I write that down and refer to it, which I do you know, generally on a weekly basis, it helps you know, keep me in that lane. And, and you know, a big focus for me, and we've had some of these conversations in the past, is focus on mind, body, and soul, right? Which is that how do you have that balance between mind, body, and soul? And when I find that right balance for, I generally find that I'm at a, at a more of a, I think more clearly, I feel more sense of stability. And so, you know, trying to create a protocol that enables me to uh, invest in each part of that, you know, broadening my mindset and my education, staying physically, uh, you know, active and working out, and then soul, you know, in, engaging on reflection and spiritual and prayer and just about, you know, where I am as a person and who I want to be. Are those, when you say protocol, are these protocols, are they journey-based? Are they, are they goals or are they process-driven? I mean, I would, I would say they're, they're sort of guideposts, right? Uh-huh. And within those guideposts, mm-hmm. in a view that you really need to be intentional, right? Because if you're not intentionally thinking about what they are, I then I'll try, I will put down, you know, within each of those guideposts, what are the processes that I go through to sort of nourish each of those pieces mm-hmm. of that mind, body, and soul, right? And so, what, you know, what's that in my morning? What do I do in my morning time? You know, when, what do I want to do in terms of what I want to read and think about, you know, exercise, you know, uh, protocols in terms of thinking through reflection and prayer. And, you know, so I try to go into the year, like with a reset of how I've done in the past and how I can enhance it and continue a journey as you re- referred to it, but continue to sort of you know, within the, the objective of trying to meet those, uh, that, that same mind, body, and soul balance. You know, it feels to me that, and I, I remember we spoke with this in 2023, but I think it's worthy of our sort of like our discussion, which is, it feels to me that, that in the world, in the place that you sit in, which is a very busy place, you are actively and intentionally slowing it down. Meaning, if, when I'm hearing these, these bits of advice, I'm thinking to myself, so many people are just reacting to really what's on their phones, forget the environment around them, really what's on the screens that they place in front of them from the second they wake up to where they go to bed. And they think that they're being productive when they just clear out their inbox. And in hearing you speak, it feels to me that your mode, your mission really is to be intentional about life. And doing that requires sort of an active slowing down. It's a good way to say it. But you know, I think in today's environment, you either can control life where life can control you. Yeah. And if you're not taking intentional steps, then 
you know, life controls you. And so this concept of trying to control life, slow down, reflect, you know, even the point of journaling is forcing me to take the time to reflect on what's happened over the last couple of days, what's happened yesterday, what's on my mind, right, which, you know, helps set, you know, a, a stronger foundation, right? That's part of the, the soul piece of the equation, part right. of the mind piece of the equation, right? Which is, it's an important element and it doesn't happen naturally. That's the reality. It right. just is, and you know, the distractions and the, the daily tasks can become so consuming that you end up neglecting what's the most important nourishment that you need to be successful. Right. And what you just said, I think is so critical for, for people listening, which is it doesn't happen naturally. It doesn't even feel intuitive, right? At this point of our, where we are in our society, it feels counterintuitive to actually think. It feels intuitive to react. Like you walk down the street, people are reacting. You, you sit in the back of an Uber, you start your day. Everyone, I think, feels comfortable in the world of busy. And if you're not specific about what you're doing and, and you constantly do that, and I, I love what you said about it, it's just you would never get it because the world wouldn't take you there if you're not fighting against against the current. That's right. And, and that's even, again, why, you know, you set up for you what works. For me, what works is getting up early in the morning before mm -hmm. everyone else is up right. and dedicating the time, you know, in, you know, to really focus on these things, whether it's the journaling, whether it's the, you know, reflection, whether it's the, the studying different the, the topics, right? And that's, and as I said, the going into the year mm -hmm. is if you, if you really are thoughtful about what that is, set new habits, right, along the way, right? I mean, and, and I think you said it in, in your book, right, which is uh, when you talk about the concept of uh, not having uh, resolutions that, that you're going to do, but really trying to have, to set new ways of living, new habits, right. new, new right. approaches, Rituals, right? right, new habits, right? And that becomes a continuum versus a, a binary, I did it or I didn't do it, right? It right. becomes, it's a continuum way of trying to set a new way. And I think that that's the, an advantage of starting a new year from an individual and for an organization is to reflect as to what's working and what should be new approaches that would be more effective in the current environment. You know, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking to myself of all the reasons why I can't do it because I'm too busy. And then I'm like, wait, I'm talking to the CEO of the company. Like, I mean, just hearing you say it, I hope those that are listening will, and I know it'll happen to 98% of the people that are listening, they'll go, I can't do it because, and there'll be a great excuse. I'm to this, I'm to that, I get this. And just hearing you say it is almost a, it creates an obligation that if the CEO of the company, who's probably the busiest, so to speak, can do it, it creates a standard of, of how, to, how one should live. Now, what, what I love about what you're saying, and I think for, for a lot of people, this is sort of the difference maker is if you take the time to write it, now you're in a different game. I think people will think it on the way to work. I think people will reflect on it while they're in the gym, maybe, but you take the time every day and at the same time every day, like you're really following the way the science works. The science is like, find the same time every day, do the thing that allows your brain to have the space to figure it out. And your writing every morning is creating that space for you. Right. And I, and I think even with my own morning protocol, trying to maintain the discipline within there, right? Because, you know, it, it, to your point, there's lots of things that can get in the way and sometimes yeah. they should. So you need to focus on the, what are the neat things I need to do? Not necessarily the things that would be nice to do. Yeah. And sometimes you get distracted with the nice to do's and miss the need to do, right? And so it's all about priority setting along the way. And I think also recognizing that there are moments and times where you need to be flexible, right? Yeah. That this is life is, you know, has at the, you know, different times, different demands. And so you can't punish yourself, just 
reset and keep going, right? And so that's and that's I think is again was my point about the New Year's resolution risk, right? Which right. is if you if you miss it, well, okay, I missed it. Right. I'll try again next year. Right. Right. Versus it's a continuum. It's a it's a way of life as a way to do it. And then the other thing I think is important, particularly at the beginning of the year, is clearing your head, right? And that's as as I try to approach the year thinking strategically for RXR, for our community, for things that we're working on, you know, just try to declutter all of the noise and everything that has happened over the the year that you've been responding to and then try to broaden your thinking. And so I do a lot of reading as to, you know, things that I might not necessarily read, reading about more things on on different current events that I might not be thinking about, things that may be impacting that Mm -hmm. and digesting all that into, you know, uh, and absorbing it and then trying to, from that, you know, develop new perspectives that yeah. I maybe didn't have before or or new insights that are worth you know, uh, pursuing because of, you know, not having a cluttered head. Yeah. I think I saw research once where when doctors were stuck in a decision that they were making, what they had them do was actually change what they were doing. They brought them to the doctors, like their rec room, and they had them play games or whatever. And like you, almost like what you're saying, which is the decluttering, the the allowing them to, to look at something else sort of triggered the, the subconscious to make new connections and and find new patterns. And to your point, a lot of people just don't take that time, right? They, they just are so stuck in their life that they don't see the value enough in finding new perspectives. And I, I know that you read different books and you're constantly looking at different eras to find new patterns to create theories that still apply. You know, a lot of what you're talking about, about going really back to the 80s, it's, it's manifest from the ability to actually look beyond just, oh, that happened in t- 2008. Because a lot of people's perspective is really a decade and a half old where you're going, wait, 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 why? let's keep on going. Let's keep on going and we can find new patterns. And I think, I think to your point, as people are listening, to, to, for people to, t- to have the permission really to, to, to explore different paths and not to worry that those paths are not going to be irrelevant. Right. They may come up with new things because they're going down different paths. Well, you know, to, to one point you just raised, it was one of my objectives and, and tweaks for this year was actually literally carving out of my calendar time during the day just to walk around the office or to just walk outside to see different uh, vendors or, or, you know, meet with different uh, people within our lobby. Because, you know, you do, you know, when you're in meeting after meeting or Zoom call to Zoom session, you know, if you, you end up losing some of your creativity, losing some mm-hmm. of your effectiveness. So taking that moment to engage with people, recharge, you know, is something that for my schedule, I had to actually build it into my schedule sure. or it wouldn't happen. Right. And so that was something that was one of my adjustments this year, just like you're saying with the doctors having to take a step back right. instead of seeing patient after patient. Amazing. Scott, thank you so much for the an insight to how you operate. I know it's, it's, it's inspiring to me. I'm sure it'll be inspiring to many. Thanks, Joy. Always good talking. Thanks.